Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 31 of Destination Marriage. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jackie. And we are thrilled you have joined us on our journey today. So for today's topic, we thought we'd have a little fun and also serious and um, talk about phrases we hate and then kind of transition that into to phrases, passive aggressive phrases and things that are that anyone could say within a marriage that really have the potential for for causing damage. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I think that sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's unintentional as far as the passive aggressive stuff is I concerned. Agree. Sometimes yeah. it could just be like, a, you know, we all have little sayings that just kind of just we don't even it's just a response it's like our go-to response and maybe we don't even realize that it's passive aggressive or hurting mm-hmm. right but um well so, hopefully this will kind of help maybe shed some light if there are certain passive aggressive behaviors you have right now in your marriage but once you know it's passive aggressive you need to stop you yeah know, if you I don't think, stop then that's right? another problem <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you're so, doing yeah. It on now purpose, you're just aggressive right um and i think a lot of times Maybe, you know, like you said, if, if you hear us chatting about this and, oh, wait a minute, I didn't even realize I said that. Mm-hmm. That's one kind of component to it. But the other is, you know, if, if I'm saying something passive aggressive and it's just this thing I say all the time, maybe mm-hmm. you couldn't even finger, put your finger on exactly what hurts you or makes you upset when I do, when I say certain things, you know, like if you don't realize that the saying is mm-hmm. actually hurting you and maybe, maybe we can shed some light on that too. Maybe, All but right. I'm not pointing fingers here. If I say anything that, you know, maybe is, I don't know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. So, so before we jump into the, the kind of, uh, the marriage specific phrases and passive aggressive, let's talk about a few phrases out there in the, the world today that really bug that just, us. That just push your buttons. Or as in the, the first one I will bring up is the <laughs> word triggered. What's your favorite one? Oh my goodness. I, I, I something, it's so annoying. Cause when I have this discussion, I'm like, yeah, I get triggered when I say the word triggered. So it's hard to like not use the word, Yeah. but, um, I, oh, I can't stand when it's used as like this. It's overused. It, oh my gosh. And it's used as like an excuse to act any way you want to act. Right. Well, like at this point, it's like, what doesn't trigger someone, you know? Well, so that's a whole different discussion, point, right? Yeah. No, I'm just saying like in a relationship and a friendship and life, you know, it's like, I don't know. I hit two, two red lights back to back. I'm triggered. Like, I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Take a because, it, because there are, I mean, look, our, our past experience, especially if it's traumatic type things, Mm-hmm. you know, PTSD type of reaction. Those are real trigger, the trigger events, trigger food, right. whatever. But yeah, when it's used as though like, yeah, like I hit two red lights in a row, I'm triggered to be oh a jerk gosh. the rest of the day. World's like, falling apart. Yeah. And there are real life situations right. that could obviously, I mean, alter the rest of your life. And those things, yeah, like you said, they should trigger you PTSD or who knows. And people have 
there are always worse situations. Like right. put it's it like, in perspective, uh, take a step back. Like, yeah. Whatever quote triggered you today. Right. The, um, I think for me, the, the, the nail in the coffin with, with that was when, uh, our younger son just randomly like, Oh, I was so triggered today. And then I was like, I'm sorry, what? And hearing it at school. All yeah. The time, they're hearing it at school just... and I get it. We all, all kids do that. But I was like, all right, I'm officially off the triggered word bandwagon. Right. Now, it, now it really bothers me. <laughs> and it's funny because pretty much anytime I say and joking with conversation with friends or family, or whatever, and I say, oh yeah, I hate that word triggered. They're like, oh, does it trigger you? Like yeah. that's the next statement every time. Well, it is but, kind of funny now that I know that it really does kind of hit mm-hmm. a sore spot with you. I do like to use it just to be funny. Yeah, I mean, stick that knife right yeah. inside, twist a little bit. Gotta have a good time. That's not passive graphics. That's just... That's aggressive towards me. I don't like that. It triggers me. <laughs> What's what next? about, what about, I actually don't really know if this one irritates you, but it's, I, ugh, I can't stand, like it literally makes me cringe is adulting. Oh no, I hate that word. Oh my gosh. I like, hate the phrase. Went to the grocery store, got food for dinner, hashtag adulting. Well, you're feeding yourself like a normal human being. Not Wash like, my clothes today, uh, yeah. adulting. What? Don't Put you? my kids to bed. <laughs> I'm like, pretty sure I've been doing these things since I was do. like 13. Half the chores that people claim are adulting. Right. No, you should be doing these Those things, things that everybody should Shower just today, does. adulting. Like, um, I'm, you... I'm going to take credit for doing the things I'm supposed to do real quick. Yes. Minor things. Like you should be cleaning your house. You should be washing your clothes. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, people I want credit for these minor things. We don't hear that one too often. It feels like all of these phrases are in social media world is when they get uh, like thrown out all the time. Um, yeah, I would more say often so. than not, right? More so than in conversation. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody says like. None of my friends have ever used the word adulting. I've heard it's some definitely people a, say. Well, I've heard it. Yeah, I'm just saying none of my none of my age group friends. How's that? Because well, it's, it's we a have a college word. aged child and he doesn't and even he doesn't use, use that. that word. Okay, I'm pretty sure he would do a hard eye roll if he heard somebody <laughs> say that too. You'd be like, what? <laughs> All right, so this is one that bothers me, and I don't want to get into too philosophical of a discussion about it. But why not? But let's go. Let's jump right in. The phrase speak your truth really bugs me. Why? Because it insinuates that everyone's truth is subjective and again that's philosophical but mm-hmm. like if 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 you say you know speak your truth and my truth is that two and two equals six well that's not my truth that's just your truth is just, that you need to return know, to math class <laughs> but the you know what i mean if i then throw out there well i'm just speaking my truth mm-hmm that well if it's not true then it's not your truth you know there's a big yeah, difference I, between speak your truth and or speak my your perspective yeah well but i mean everyone has perspective right everyone sees the world through their lens of their own experience through their own eyes how they you know their their culture all those things like get all mm-hmm. that stuff but that's that's all subjective truth is truth right so right. it it i feels like it's this evolution and like having people not be responsible for, for the things for that the come truth. out of their mouth. Yeah. yeah. Like I, well, I'm just speaking my truth and my truth is mm-hmm. X, Y, Z and I'm a jerk. Regardless if it, if it hurts the other person. Yeah. yeah. It's, so if, it's it, just if, like if these, it's harmful mm-hmm. to someone else, it doesn't matter because they're speaking your truth. Now I do think there's a positive to it. Whenever I, I think when I initially started to see that phrase come around, 
now it's been overused and it's watered down. But I think that initially it was used to encourage people who maybe were keeping things close to the chest mm-hmm. um, in regards to abuse, verbal abuse, whatever that may look like, or some type of traumatic yeah, if it, situation. If it empowers people to right. to voice their to voice you know something that maybe they were uh, they were it was suppressed or silenced or right. oppressed. That's different. I, I would never roll my eyes or feel no, negative. Not at I would all. But encourage I think it's, that. T- it's taken on another form now where it's like what you're saying, you can say whatever you want, regardless of the repercussions to the other person, whether or not it's true or not, it could be complete nonsense. Mm-hmm. But if you believe it, then that's okay. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Cause I kind of liken it to, you know, if I say that, uh, well, my truth is, you know, I'm just speaking my truth about how I feel. Well, sometimes you're, I've, my feelings are just wrong. Mm-hmm. And I need to, to think about that and change it. But if I just say, well, it's my truth. Yeah. I just like planted that flag. Like, I don't really care if it's actually true or not. It's just, I just, eh, I so don't you're like planting the way it, a flag and speaking your truth. That's I'm, serious. I got, I'm full of analogies today. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I, I see what you're saying. I just yeah. don't like, I don't like the way where it's gone, how yeah. it's used these days. Well, I think a lot of these things, um, it's like maybe initially it came from, maybe initially when it came out, it had a different meaning. I'm not saying adulting did, but like some of these <laughs> things, I think people initially came out and maybe it did have a positive meaning or it was supposed to empower someone. Sure. And then it got watered down and Agreed. people started using it in other forms. But here's one that I know that you don't like, and I actually don't really get bothered by it, but it's stay in your lane. Yeah. Why does that bother you? Like what, is, what when you hear that, what do you think? I go to the negative connotation of that. It's like, Oh, your opinion doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Stay in your lane. We need to pour you a little cup of positivity. Well, and I'm not, and I'm not the type, I don't view it that way. <laughs> but I'm not the type, you know me, I'm not going around sharing my opinion of what other people should be doing, saying, think, thinking I'm not, Just I'm not speak your truth. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Stop, tri- uh, stop triggering me. Sorry. You just teed it up. I had to say I know, something, but but no, really, I mean, so I'm not, a, I'm not, nobody's responding to me. Hey, Tommy, stay in your lane because I don't, I know how annoying I get, how annoyed I get when I, people that I haven't given authority or respect mm-hmm. when they just speak their opinion aggressively into me and it's, right. I'm, I'm totally for accountability mm-hmm. and having mentorship and, you know, people that I allow to speak into my life because I respect their opinion, but like not everybody has the right to speak into your life. Mm-hmm. So from that perspective, that's where I, when I hear that word stay in your lane, I see it as people, again, not wanting to be accountable or open to the possibility that they're wrong. Okay. I view it completely differently. Let's hear it, baby. So when I see or hear stay in your lane, I think of, um, like for example, we have a podcast and you know, we're obviously focused on, it's a marriage podcast, but there's other things we talk about. And even in our intro, we're specific about that. However, we're also very clear that we are not therapists. We're not physicians. We're not, um, wellness coaches. What if we were to have someone on here who is highly specialized and skilled in that area, that's their lane. You know, we may bring them on to ask them and learn from them, but I'm not all of a sudden going to try to be, you know, someone else's profession or a specialist in another area. That's not necessarily my expertise. That's not my lane. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to talk about the things that I know about or I'm that I've experienced. Mm-hmm. That's how I view it. No, I get it. I, yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That's completely fair when used in like a, an appropriate context, I guess. But I, I guess I'm going to the extremes of all these things. That when I hear them. <laughs> but anyways, no, I, I, 
I, I understand your perspective, baby. It's, it's, it I know, is, it's, a, nice it's a, it's a completely rational and truthful statement, mm-hmm. right? And it's not my lane to talk about whatever that I don't have no idea about, you know? Like if I was going to ask a basket, a, a baseball question, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of course I'm going to ask you, or if somebody were to ask a baseball question that was a guest on the podcast, they probably should direct the question to you, not me. Okay, I didn't but, play baseball. That's your lane, right, not now, mine. Now, but if, if in that scenario, right, yeah. I look at you and I said, uh, stay in your lane. You don't I would any, laugh at you. You don't know anything about baseball. I would laugh at that you. That wouldn't bother you? That you don't? That wouldn't be a rude statement by me? No, it would be hilarious. Especially because you're trying to also move over you don't to take the me funny serious. lane. Because that's not really your lane either. Oh. <laughs> Stay in your lane, I Tommy Kuiper. I think everybody agrees with me that if used in a negative way, that is a I guess it can be dig. Well, you know, it, it's, it can be viewed either way, I guess. I just have never seen it and thought anything negative of the actual stay in your lane comment or saying I just all right well the next one baby I think we both agree you don't like this one at all give it to me sorry not sorry hate it I can't stand that thing what do you wouldn't what 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 it's obnoxious what visceral reaction do you have when you hear that um I mean I immediately I'm just irritated I roll I also think it's like someone who is trying to pass the buck, you know, like I said, what I said, I did what I did. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You know, that's deal with it. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like read between the lines, you know, it's just, it's rude. Completely agree. Yeah. And the last one, we both really just, we can't stand this one. What's that? Netflix and chill. <laughs> that's a bunch of baloney. You just love kidding. Netflix I love that. I love that saying. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I love that saying. <laughs> And yes, I do know what it meant. You asked me that earlier. Do you know what that means? I was like, I just wanted to make yes, sure. Yes, I am in my 40s, but mm-hmm. that does not mean I do not know what Netflix and chill is. <laughs> Thank you very much. Just wanted to make sure. All right, gorgeous. Keeping so why up with the cool kids. Yes. Well, oh, you call me gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And you just said cool kids. I don't know. <laughs> Continue can I, can on. I, can, I take my, can I take that back? <laughs> um, so let's kind of switch gears. So those are fun. Some of those were that we just talked about. You know, some are kind of millennial-ish type of phrases, but some are serious. But let's kind of take a a different approach. And as we kind of talk for the rest of the episode, I'd like to sort of focus on some of those passive-aggressive phrases that Mm -hmm. husbands, wives, I mean, it could be coworkers or friends. I mean, it could could be family members. It could be anybody. But for this purpose, let's talk about it as in a husband and wife Mm -hmm. context. In marriage. In marriage, right? And so this, these passive-aggressive phrases that sometimes are unintentional or intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, I mean, sometimes I really do think that people don't realize they're being passive aggressive. They're just being cowards. Mm-hmm. Right. And passive aggressive can kind of bridge that gap of manipulating and getting what you want. Do you think it's being cowardly or do you think it's sometimes, cause I always think of, you know, I, I also not always, but also think of passive aggressive behavior, um, almost as a, de- like a defensive way to kind of you you have your guard up so you're not necessarily looking for confrontation you're trying to ease into and it can it, I'm not saying it's good behavior yeah, I'm there's just like, saying there's spectrums I guess of how it's used right right by saying certain things you're doing certain things trying to get your point across without completely being upfront and like about whatever it is that's irritating you or you want or your need um Sometimes these are things that actually are seeds that are planted as a child. Like if you sure. grew up in a household where being direct about your feelings was unacceptable or even, um, 
looking or maybe there was thing there were things that were deserving of an apology you never received one these are all things that can kind of um it lay frames, the groundwork sure. for passive aggressive behavior later in life mm-hmm. so yeah because i don't think that most of it is that calculated sometimes but once I don't, you know it is then it is calculated. but, but yeah, i think some sometimes this- sometimes phrases that we're going to talk about they're not necessarily you know being used that that calculating. But let's mm-hmm. let's jump into a few and let's discuss. Dive right in. This one sort of could also be in the first section because it's a little bit of a newer take on a mm-hmm. on a phrase and this one really bothers me. And that would be you do you. I love saying that to I you. I know you do. Because now, it again, it's funny. It's funny because you know it bothers me, and you don't care. I don't take it serious. I mean, it's <laughs> I know like, you don't. I, I don't take this the saying serious either. I think it's just silly and ridiculous. I'd say, so I I say it to you now because I know that I know. it like grates on you. Well, I think, and I I bet we laugh about it ninety percent of the time that that's thrown out there. It's just kind of like a, it's a throwaway joke, kind of lighthearted. But mm-hmm. the reason that it bothers me and you know, as a cautionary tale, if if you say that, that phrase, anybody, I'm just throwing that out there. Anybody, I kind of question, kind of do some self-reflection. It's like, why did I say it that way? Mm -hmm. Because when you've said that to me in the past, Mm -hmm. there was a, it was a unwritten or kind of, you know, behind the curtain, what you really meant was, okay, you go be selfish. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> but instead of like flat out saying, oh, Tommy, that's cool. You're, you go, you go, you go be selfish and do whatever you want to do versus like you do you kind so of wait, a joke. Are you saying that next time I should say that's cool. You go be selfish or do your selfish thing. No, that's what or, I'm saying. It's a passive aggressive thing is if you said, <laughs> sweetheart, that hurts my feelings because I think you're being selfish in that. Yeah. That's a, of direct, I'm expressing how I feel. Mm-hmm. It bothers me. Can we discuss type right. of statement versus you do you? Well, I would say, okay, maybe in the past I did say it passive aggressively. Honestly, now I really do say it. Oh, no, it's because I, well, well, that's an example. We worked through it. And yeah, now you just we've talked about it. But now we honestly, we now you just like to flat out hurt just, my feelings. Now you just we don't just care. joke about it. I know. But yeah, I think in the beginning it was easier for me to like say that, huh, you know, instead of I think that's really selfish or. You know, I really needed your time mm-hmm. or because it's almost for us. I asked it's for almost you to help always me with about this. time. Yeah, it really just boiled out. Not that I don't want you my to time pour into yourself. It just no, has to do with taking away with something from something else that needed the, to be ne- done. A, a, that you or, or I felt as though it needed to be right. done right now, <laughs> right then and there. Yeah, but so just be careful. I think with why how you say that, and honestly, I think that I mean our experiences, you're mm-hmm. the one that said that, but I, I would venture to say that if that's said in a marriage, it's more often than not the woman, the wife that says that. I, I don't really hear guys say so you do if, that often. So but... ladies, if you do say that kind of, you know, maybe just do a little self-reflection and say, Hey, why am I saying that? Mm-hmm. You know, versus unless it's joking. And then, then in just, that case, it's hilarious. It is. And of course. <laughs> All right. So what about, okay, this one, I, it is, this one bothers you. This one really bothers me. Um, this is not only in a marriage though. This bothers me in general. I think it's just rude and, uh, it's insensitive and it's, and it's to your note uh, as far as like being, um, 
I guess, selfish. I think it's a selfish thing to say is, I'm sorry that you feel that way, or mm-hmm. I'm sorry you feel that way. It's really, again, you know, putting the hurt or the wrongdoing, whatever it was, whether you did something or said something on the other person. You know, if you really offended someone or hurt their feelings, if you hurt your spouse and then just saying, I'm sorry you feel that way, that's not taking ownership for your actions at all. And I feel like this is something that I've, I've heard this saying since I was a kid. I've heard I think everyone has said this, it at some point in their and life, I've right? And I never liked it. I always thought that's yeah. the worst apology and it's so rude. Take ownership. If you hurt somebody, I'm sorry because I did X, Y, and Z. Even if you don't understand what you did, maybe ask what you did first and then take ownership of it. You know, even if you don't perceive it as something that's hurtful, you need to understand, you know, what um, hurt you causing the other person. Mm-hmm. We don't say that to each other because I think I've pretty much made that very clear that I really don't like that saying. And I know I don't we, say that. Yeah, you don't say that. Well, I mean, you've I said like it and it. I've said it in the past to each other. Versions really of it. I feel like we don't say that. Well, it's been a long time. We've both worked through that. I think, you know, just that's all. I mean, if you just said I made in the middle of that sentence, like you just changed the whole direction of that conversation. So if I just said, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've said that more right. so than I'm sorry. I, I can't remember the last time I've heard you or myself say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't stand that. And I would encourage anybody that's not even just in a marriage. I just think in general, um, you know, it's important that people take ownership for their actions. And mm-hmm. that includes the things that come out of your mouth. Yeah, I mean, that that saying, like all these things, mm-hmm. if you ask yourself, if I said that, is that bringing me closer to my spouse or putting a, a wedge, driving a wedge further between them in the middle of an argument, mm-hmm. right? Because you may not agree with their feelings and their feelings may be wrong mm-hmm. and that needs to get discussed. But if you, if you say it, if you start out that discussion by saying, well, I'm sorry, you feel that way. Mm-hmm. You're getting further away from yeah. actually solving the issue. Right. Exactly. And healing the hurt. All right. This one is mine. I really, cause I don't think I've ever said this in that, in huh? this, in this tone, but I really, when somebody says fine, whatever. No, you say whatever. <laughs> I don't think you say fine, but you say whatever. I think that in a marriage, typically if that's thrown out there, I mean, we all say, oh, whatever. Both husbands but, and wives say that. It goes both ways. Okay, Fine, whatever. I'm, That's not tied to no, a man I, No, or I completely woman. understand that. But both I think say that. in the history of our, the, the short history of our, our heated discussions, as you like to call them, you've probably said it more than I have, right? Probably. But both of us have said that. I, yeah, I agree. Whether it was fine or just saying whatever, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have to be together. We have both said that for sure. Um, I know that I've said it or I've said, I'm fine. Not fine, but like, I'm fine. You know, when I'm really not fine. <laughs> that's that's, that's on our list, right? Like, <laughs> I'm not mad, but yeah. that's a different one. But I yeah. think for this, the context is typically between a husband and wife. And when that's thrown out there, a lot of times it's, sometimes it's maybe a good way to just push pause on an argument you know, yeah. fine, whatever. But a if lot of times exhausted right. from the conversation, but a lot of times it's when it's a defense mechanism. When the person that says it, they realize, Oh, maybe I am wrong, but you know what? I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to apologize or admit I'm wrong yet. I'm just going to say fine, whatever. And then walk off. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> am I right? Yeah. I mean, well, 
that and like i said it, you could be completely exhausted of the conversation if you're really going in circles mm-hmm. um saying fine like or, a concession like fine whatever no where, yeah. where, where it's really hurtful is fine whatever and then that boom yeah. i'm ending this conversation right now mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna admit i was wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> not that every argument needs you need it's not a zero-sum game right it's not someone's right and someone's wrong all the time mm-hmm. but well, sometimes you can agree just to disagree you know that's is fine. that on our list let's all agree to disagree fine whatever <laughs> no but i think just again just be careful when when you use that phrase aggressively like that mm-hmm. you're not help it's not you're not helping the situation right. just because that just because the conversation may abruptly end doesn't mean that our feelings still aren't hurt that that it's that it's resolved. Mm-hmm. So what about why are you getting so upset? Yeah, that one, uh, like, that one will ratchet me up pretty quick. <laughs> it'll, 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 it'll turn the flame up on my, my boiling pot. I mean, of, initially of, doesn't sound bad. Okay. Like, why are you getting so upset? Like, help me. It's not, it's obviously the tone. Okay. Mm-hmm. That it's set in. So if I'm like, why are you getting so upset? You know, like it's, that I know. That's a totally know. Di- yeah. That's totally different than if you said, "Hey, why are you upset?" <laughs> right? Like, what, I don't know. I what happened? Like what might, did I do to upset you? I kind no. of feel like that might trigger you as well. But if I said, well, <laughs> "No, because what did I do to upset?" That's you? what you. That's how you normally. Okay. Or you'll you'll say, "Did I did I upset you some way or something mm-hmm. like that?" Which is a you honestly want to know and right. you know something's bothering. But yeah, when it's in the middle, and a lot of times. You can't see our faces right now, but when that phrase is used, men, uh, you can tell your wives this. There's always like a this look on your wife's face when they say that to you, like, "You look like an idiot. Why are you so upset?" Like, there's this, <laughs> there's this look, and I'm sure all women have it. Like, my my husband's a moron. Why are you getting so upset? But I think when men use it mm-hmm. more often than not, it's like this passive aggressive, like controlling statement, mm-hmm. like why are you getting so upset? Like I should be, you know, like I have some sort of control over your feelings Mm -hmm. and I think women or anybody, but at least in our case, like you take that as, Oh, another dig. And you're like, you don't, you don't control my feelings. Well, to piggyback on that, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say that, um, one of the things that I feel like goes hand in hand with, why are you getting so upset? Mm -hmm. Would be, you're overreacting mm-hmm. because, oh my gosh, like talk about <laughs> getting ratcheted up. Cause I never say that, but like hitting a hot button with me, you're overreacting. I'm sorry. Like, I, how do you, that's when you say controlling someone's feelings, you're, you're overreacting like, right now to a made I, up <laughs> statement that nobody said to you. <laughs> Cause just the thought of it like yeah. enrages me. Okay. Enraged. I just feel like that's something that. Okay, now you're really trying to just blatantly be an insensitive to your spouse by saying you're overreacting. You're not even trying to understand what they're feeling, right. what their thought process is, their emotions. You're literally going to tell, you're going directly to telling them your emotions, your thought process, your feelings right now are to a level of extreme that absolutely makes no sense. Basically you're telling them they're, they're, you know, they're out of control, they're paranoid, whatever. All of those things kind of fall under you're overreacting and you're going to make the situation worse. Mm-hmm. Don't ever say that. Or it's, don't be so sensitive or why are you or, so yeah, sensitive? Or don't be, yeah. Those are all kind of variations of the same, the same. And there are times, honestly, 
as a husband and wife, if you have a trust and you trust each other's opinion, mm-hmm. there are times where you've told me and you've been a hundred percent right. And it's been appropriately timed where you're like, uh, you're overreacting. <laughs> Not like, why are you so overreacting? being so sensitive? You're like, Tommy, calm down. <laughs> right. Well, and, and there are times where I think we all, we both have to step, each mm-hmm. of us had to step in and kind of. Let's take a deep breath. Uh, you know, it's yeah. kind of like when you're, you can say it in a way though, that you're kind of just, you're still supporting your spouse. Let's take a step back mm-hmm. or take, cause it may not have anything, whatever you're upset about may not have anything to do with your spouse. It could be something to do with work, someone outside of your home, whatever it is. But by saying you're overreacting, I feel like that's just, yeah. then I, you're turning it into an argument. You know what I mean? Like you're taking mm-hmm. it to another place. It doesn't need to go. Yeah, I agree. But I, I do think that it's, when it's used as a passive aggressive term, it's typically mm-hmm. when it's a disagreement between two with husband and wife, right? It's when it's used passive aggressively in a negative light. Mm-hmm. I can't say that word right. It's a it's a way of just again, it's mm-hmm. it's pushing the wedge further between you instead of you know taking a uh, you know taking ownership of what you said or even even recognizing that what I what what you said was hurtful, right? Yeah. If I said something to you. And you reacted and I said, why are you overreacting? Mm-hmm. One, I pissed you off. And two, I'm not even considering what I said and how that impacted you. Mm-hmm. Just- so I've kind of noticed something. I don't know if you've noticed this too, but with a lot of these things in terms of just passive aggressive sayings, mm-hmm. a lot of this is really just... I feel like the trend is not taking ownership, right? A lot of it is passing the buck on the other person. It absolutely is. And it really highlights kind of a lack of immaturity in the person or maybe in the marriage. So like we said, a couple of the things that we mentioned, maybe we said them early on in our marriage. We mm-hmm. don't see them anymore because we've grown up. <laughs> we've grown through it and we yeah, recognize and certainly we this were doesn't not solve anything and it's only hurting my marriage. You mm-hmm. know? And again, like <laughs> we're, we're certainly not perfect and we all, we get heated discussions from time to time and say things we don't, we ultimately don't mean. I thought we agreed we're going to call them passionate disagreements. What? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> but to your point, I think you're right. <laughs> and this is the big thing that I, I really am one of my kind of overall goals in life over the last couple of years has really been to focus on mm-hmm. not just with you and me and you and arguments or not in arguments or discussions, but just with, with anything take a breath and say, all right, am I truly, should I be accountable for this? Is this something that I Mm -hmm. am in the wrong about and I'm just projecting it somehow? Um, but I think that you're absolutely right. And where it's, I think the culturally where it's a problem Mm -hmm. is back to some of those sayings we said at the beginning where it's like, speak your truth. Yeah. Well, if I think my truth is truth gospel Mm -hmm. and no one else's matters, then I'm going to say all these other things too. It's like, if you've been raised that way to think mm-hmm. like you're perfect and that mm-hmm. like everything I think and feel is right and everyone should just applaud me for that, mm-hmm. you're going to have, you're going to have some problems when you're an adult, right? When, right. You're, when you're adulting later on in life, you're going to mm-hmm. have problems. Yeah. Or at least in your marriage, in your home. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyhow, so baby, why don't you finish up? Yeah. And what's the last one we've got on our list? So I'm not perfect. Right. Yeah. I, I know I've said this before. Um, I don't think I use it often or I've said it often, but I know that, and I didn't realize actually, honestly, I didn't realize it was kind of a passive aggressive term. Um, but it is passive aggressive, but yeah, I guess in an argument, if you were to say something that 
you brought to my attention that you were upset about, angry about, I was hurtful um, for me to respond with, I'm not perfect. Right. There, yeah, it's again, it's that whole ownership yeah. or accountability. It's kind of like the same, you know, sorry, really, not sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you feel that way, you know. I think that, and this is something we've talked about on previous episodes, but I think one of the words that we have used intentionally over the past few years with each other mm-hmm. is grace. And so you can easily say, if you, let's say you meant it in a, in a, look, I'm sorry, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. If that, that still is kind of passive aggressive. It's still kind of is like, I'm, I'm sorry, but right. And mm-hmm. then give all these reasons why you were wrong to be upset. I think it's kind of along those lines, but mm-hmm. a, a difference would be a, a different version of that, that kind of brings together mm-hmm. is I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. Please show me grace. I'm, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. I'm trying to get better at that. I know I recognize that's something mm-hmm. I do wrong, whatever. I almost don't even like, just keep the, I'm not perfect out of the, like, just, I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't even like the saying at all. I agree. Because everyone knows that everybody is not perfect. Right. Like, I still think that's kind of passing the buck. And I'm guilty of having said that in the past. Even in that context that I just said it? Yes. I think just, I think everything you said was great. I just don't like that I'm not perfect. I still think that's kind of taking away and it's still somewhat passing the buck. It would be almost better to say, you're right that was wrong of me and you're taking ownership. Please forgive me. These are things that I'm asking for grace. I'm asking for grace. I need to work on that. I'm going to start working on that behavior. It's unacceptable. And please show me grace while I make those changes or remove that from my vocabulary or stop acting that way. Mm -hmm. You know, because one of the things that I believe is a true sign of a real honest apology is when whatever the behavior is, comes to a screeching halt. Repeating the same behaviors, whether it's something you did or said, is it, it's just kind of a, like you said, you know, when you planted your flag, it's also a flag that that person's <laughs> waving saying, yeah, I'm not really that sorry, you know? So um, I feel like the same, same goes for I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. you know? I completely agree. And I don't think anyone expects perfection, but they expect that you are um, at least sensitive to the other person's feelings and consider it. You know? Yeah. And that you, you're, you're taking ownership and not making excuses. Mm-hmm. If you apologize, apologize and then say specifically what you're, what you're wrong about or what, what you're apologizing for. I should say, ask for forgiveness, ask for grace mm-hmm. and then work towards that healing of whatever scenario that is not. Mm-hmm. If you think about it as like, really, I think the analogy of is what I'm about to say going to mm-hmm. drive a wedge or is it going to bring us closer together? Yeah. All right. And if you kind of viewed everything through that lens first before you, before like me, like me, open mouth, insert foot, mm-hmm. then, you know, I think, uh, your marriage will be a little better off for it. I agree. So, all right guys, well, we hope that this was helpful and know that it's kind of therapeutic for us as mm-hmm. we think through personally what we've worked through or other kind of phrases that we say that we, yeah, we need some work on that still. At least it has mm. for me. Jackie's, <laughs> Jackie's perfect over there, but I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go Netflix and chill? I do. <laughs> All right. You do you, babe. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. 
For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.